Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Well, I've got some uh, good news and some bad news. Good morning and welcome. Wait a second. To the final Ben and Woods regular program of 2023. Hello, that's Paul Rindel, our executive producer this over there. This isn't when you talk. This is not when I talk. And if you're on the YouTube stream, you already know something is afoot this morning because there is um, there's an empty chair over to my right. Mm. Where Stephen Woods usually sits. And I know the conspiracy theories are already starting to fly. Because I knew from day one that Stephen Woods, Woods is also a Dodger. Didn't want to do this show. <laughs> I know Paul Rindle didn't really want to do this show either today. We've got a unbelievable jam-packed four hours planned for tomorrow's Christmas and holiday extravaganza. And the first thing I think Woods said a few months ago was, as we started the long planning process for our biggest show of the year, <laughs> we really even shouldn't do any shows that week. We should just come in and do prep and do no actual live radio. And I'm pretty sure it was me who said, no, we should, I mean, we should probably do the shows on Monday and Tuesday. Idiots. Who knows? Maybe the Padres will make a big free agent signing or something. <laughs> that was crazy talk. Cra- crazy talk by me. 
Like they were actually going to sign anyone this offseason, so that that clearly hasn't happened. And now here we are on this day before the extravaganza. No Woods over here. Now no that's woods. that's the bad news. And I I don't know if he's are coming you say in the or good news. <laughs> I I don't know if he's coming in or not. The good news is I'm hoping he will be here tomorrow. For the Christmas and holiday extravaganza, I don't, I don't really know how much I'm authorized to say here. It's Woods, so he's pretty open with everything. I was, I almost damn near played the voicemail that I woke up to this morning, but I didn't want to go too far. I only got the text last night. I was working at Channel Ten, and I was in the studio, um, you know, doing my my work, and I leave my phone in my office because you don't want the phone to ring while you're <laughs> in the studio. That's broadcast one hundred and one, no no. And I get back, and I've got missed call from Woods, and I've got texts from Woods telling us that he is in the emergency room, which mm. is that is never a good thing. Not at that time of night, especially. No, and at that point, he wasn't uh, quite sure what the diagnosis was, only that he was in excruciating pain. Is that is that pretty much describe what woods was going through last night at the time he told us on a scale of one to ten he was at least an eight and had extremely sharp pains uh, and in I, his i'll back. say a few things about woods i don't think he's a um i don't think he's a baby when it comes to that sort of thing i certainly am <laughs> but if woods says it's an eight i believe it's at least a six Right? That, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We all. We I don't all, think he's. Oh, I, don't, I mean, every we all exaggerate a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think he's exaggerating too much. It's no. not a three, and he's saying it's an eight. So he, uh, yeah, I, I was out at about nine o'clock last night and did not wake up to any of the texts or phone calls. I woke up naturally from a dream or something at about twelve thirty, twelve forty-five in the morning, and I happened to check my phone, which I never do when I wake up in the middle of the night. And I had like four missed calls, a voicemail, and I don't know, 20 text messages. And I go, what the F is going on? And yeah, Woodsy in the hospital. Yep. We believe. Well, the, the speculation is already running rampant in our YouTube chat. Jocelyn, another colonoscopy for Woods. <laughs> just to, just one for fun. No. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, maybe he got suspended. Well, that's always a decent guess when it comes to Woodsy. Yeah, that's but always as, an, uh, a possibility. As far <laughs> as I know, Adam, Michael, they have not suspended Woods, especially this final week of the year. I don't think he's done anything that would be uh, worthy of suspension right now. So, no, he is not suspended. He's been on good behavior. Actually, no, many people uh, are, are getting it. Yeah, uh, he had a CAT scan and... Uh, it looks like he's got a kidney stone or stones that he's got to pass, and he is in some agony, received some pain medication, and at last text, which was after I was well asleep last night, what was that, around 2 a.m.? Yeah, one fifty-seven. One fifty-seven in the morning, he kind of left us a, all right, he's, uh, he's heading home to rest. We'll be in at some point to help us uh, finish preparations well, for the holiday show. Well, th- this is what... Yeah. You and I had no idea what was going to happen this morning. <laughs> That's a good point. I got in uh, about 15 minutes before you did, and we we had no idea. I figured when I didn't see Woods here, he probably wasn't going to be here today. And then I reread the text message. At 2 in the morning, he texted us. Just got home. They gave me a shot of Toradol and a CAT scan. Now I have to pass the stone. And here's where it gets confusing. I'm going to crash for a few hours, pick up scripts, then I'll be there. 
So at two in the morning, a few hours could be, be there. four, four thirty a.m. And I'll then he definitely gets his... be there to prep and plan tomorrow and do production. Sorry, fellas, awful timing. <laughs> so does that mean he was coming in for the show or after the show or in the middle of the show? I, I'm not I, I sure. I'm not. I certainly wasn't expecting to see his bright, smiling face when I walked <laughs> in it. A little before 5.30 this morning. That's for sure. And I was kind of almost glad I didn't because I didn't think it would be a good thing if he had been here since, you know, like four in the morning. It slept for one hour yeah. and then no, rolled no, right no, in no. to get to work. I want him to rest. I want him to be as uh, as healthy as possible tomorrow for the big show. If that means that he can't even be here all day today, I, I get it. I, you know, We do have a lot of things to do, but we can uh, we can get by. Tomorrow, if we didn't have Woods, that would be a different story. I, I, I mean, we do the best. I missed a Christmas and holiday extravaganza because of COVID quarantining a few years ago. I had to do the show remotely with the rest of you in here. That's no fun. And uh, we just want to make sure he gets through it. I have no idea how how long exactly it's supposed to take to I don't know. I, I don't really stone. know anything about kidney stones. But uh, I know. I mean, it can MD be for, it can right? be hours. It can be longer than that. I think so. I, I we are sending our best thoughts and wishes to one Stephen Woods wherever he is in what state of consciousness and agony he may be in this morning. Uh, we are thinking of you, buddy, and, and hoping you get better as soon as possible. That leaves us with uh, three hours and fifty-two more minutes today to get through until ten o'clock, Holly. Without Woodsy, we will uh, we will do our best to, to get through this last show of the year and get ready for that Christmas and holiday extravaganza. We do have a fun we do have a fun morning planned, and I don't even know everything that is planned. I'm always kept in the dark on a little for bit tomorrow? of it. Yes. Oh, you don't you don't know most of what's I don't know most of what's planned. I only know a couple of things that uh, that required my pre knowledge. Otherwise, I'm kind of part of the. Uh, I'm part of the tier one audience. I get to enjoy it with fresh eyes and get to experience it. Sometimes that means I have to be, you know, on the wrong end of a surprise or two. But I get that, and and I appreciate all the hard work that that you guys do putting together the show every single year. It's always uh, it's always amazing. I am extremely proud of how tomorrow's already shaping up. It's been an all hands on deck. Sammy Levitt is going to swing by after our show this morning, coming in early. To help us get ready, because he wants to be a part of it. Adam, Michael, the engineers, everybody's been helping us out. We've got a lot of fun planned for tomorrow's extravaganza. We have some surprises that, quite frankly, haven't even been confirmed yet (laughs) at this moment that we're still putting together. As usual, a few things are uh, coming down to the last minute. Uh, Paul, you have a surprise that you and I know about that Woods doesn't know about on the show tomorrow. We actually have a couple of of surprises. That's always enjoyable. So, yeah, it's always kind of a round robin of surprises. And this will be the first time we've ever had an in-studio full audience for the show. Uh, We're going to do it in our soundstage just down the hall, so it'll have a different look when you get up and log in tomorrow morning. If you're watching on YouTube, you won't see us in our normal chairs here in our 97.3 The Fan Odyssey Studios. We'll actually move over uh, to a larger space down the hall that's part of our uh, our building here and uh, have some guests in and some other surprises as well. So uh, all I can tell you is, is... Try to make some time to be there. If you can't do it live, certainly log in later. Watch the whole thing. Um, it it be should fun. be worth it. You'll, it'll, it'll be a good show tomorrow to wrap up our year. And then we're off until uh, January 2nd when we come back, which is um, shockingly close to the start of another baseball season. <laughs> we are uh, going to be out at Fantasy Camp 
next uh, in January? What about uh, the middle of January? So we'll, yeah, I was thinking about it. We will come back in the new year on a Tuesday. We'll take New Year's Day off. We will do a short week, Tuesday through Friday. We'll have one full week there, and then we uh, right after that, we're heading off to Arizona fantasy camp. It's going to be. Uh, It'll be my first year. Now I'm not participating in the actual playing of fantasy camp for the most part. About. Not that I know of. I did, um, and I don't know how much I'm supposed to stay, but I did get a special invitation yesterday. Tom Seidler emailed me for some help doing something that week while we're out there that I am now excited about and looking forward to to be kind of part of the festivities. Well, so. Tom Seidler has wanted you out there for the yeah. last five oh, yeah. years. Yeah, so. and uh, he's taking advantage of it already by including <laughs> me in the fun, which is great. I was like jumped at the chance of, of what he offered. So I'll let him share those details with the fantasy campers as we get no, a little bit closer. It's, it's going to be a blast. Uh, fantasy camp, just like the regular Padres season and the you know the, the team here, they like to honor the teams of the past, and uh, this year at Fantasy Camp, they will be honoring the 40-year anniversary of the 1984 team. So the alumni that coach the teams every year, you know, you get Mud Grant, Trevor Hoffman, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. has been out there a bunch, guys like that, Arky Sinfraco. Uh This year, it's going to be Greg Nettles, Tim Flannery, Gary Templeton, guys from that 84 team, which I think is going to be a ton of fun. And the stories that we're going to hear, we'll have all those guys come by on the show that morning from the Peoria Sports Complex. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Really, our chat has turned into Kidney Stone chat in here. Call in if you know anything about Kidney Stones. Uh, I mean, I've seen some people who have dealt with it, unfortunately. Some say oh, it's, sometimes it's taken all day uh, to pass a couple of stones. Uh, let's see. I've had four kidney stones. Ask me anything. Oh, this one sounds bad. Kidney stones are the absolute worst. It feels like your insides are going to explode. You think you are dying. Yuck. Well, that's what Woods is is doing right now. Mm. Unfortunately for him. So anyway, um, we will get to have a little bit of Padres eh, news, as it were, from yesterday. Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, out in We're center really field, and, by calling it, yeah, news. it's not really news, but he is—he's uh, <laughs> playing for his Dominican Winter League team, and had uh, had some friends involved in yesterday's game. We can talk about that. There are some rumors out there, just rumors at this point, involving uh, potential broadcast news in Major League Baseball that could impact the San Diego Padres. I know a lot of people out there wondering what what's the TV deal going to look like? What are the streaming options going to be? We really haven't. Uh, heard anything official uh, from the Padres yet. I know they will be available somewhere, but we don't know exactly where and how it will look. Will it be like last season, or will be there a brand-new broadcast package for the Padres in 2024? Talk about some of the rumors that are, are kind of s- floating around Major League Baseball uh, yesterday. Had a terrific Monday Night Football game last night. I mean... Like one of the better ones with a surprise, kind of shocking ending. So uh, we can get to that as well with a great call that you heard last night here on 97.3 The Fan. Get to all of it coming up. We'll start, as usual, the last Daily Ditty of the year. And it's a uh, a listener selection, correct? We, uh, yeah, Guy. Guy won Take on Woods yesterday. So he gets the final official choice of 2023 in our holiday-themed, Christmas-themed uh, Daily Ditty selections. We'll get to that coming up next in the We Are... Off and running with the two of us, and, and perhaps Woods at some point, if his uh, internal organs cooperate this morning with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's check in with Kelly, see how traffic is looking. I know there's some rain out there this morning. Be careful on those roadways. We'll be back in a moment here on 97.3 The Fan.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just picture uh, young Ben Higgins sitting around the Christmas tree, getting ready to open presents, listening to this. What a lovely singing voice that is. <laughs> so this was Guy's pick. Now, Woods could probably give us a dissertation. He could write a 50-page paper on this particular version of Run Run Rudolph. <laughs> Uh, who is it by? It's this is Lemmy. Lemmy Billy the, F. from Gibbons. Motorhead, the late Lemmy. Yes, Lemmy, Billy F. Gibbons, Billy F. Gibbons, and Dave Grohl. I've heard of him. He's from the Foo Fighters, with right? Dave Grohl, yeah. Uh, Billy Gibbons is uh, the vocalist for ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Okay. So Motorhead, ZZ Top, and Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters coming together <laughs> for a very. Hard-sounding version there. Out of the reindeer. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not quite. I mean, it's not quite Silent Night for <laughs> no. sure. It's more of a loud night. Um, I did see that Lemmy because Woods was talking about Lemmy a little bit yesterday, and Bo posing next to a Lemmy statue. He died in 2015. Very hard-living, apparently, person. That Lemmy. Uh, he was actually born on Christmas Eve in 1945, so well, very that. appropriate that he recorded such a beautiful <laughs> Christmas song. And, Guy, thank you for the Daily Diddy selection. Last one of 2023. If you're just joining us, uh, yeah, Woods is uh, dealing with uh, emergency kidney stones at the ER last night, God. so we're uh, sending him our love and best wishes, and, and hopefully he gets uh, he gets them passed and Gets back into the uh, saddle quickly because we're going to need him tomorrow morning for the uh, Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Yeah, it would not be the same if he was not there. Um, I Anytime I have medical concerns and you go to Google, it never 
gives you the right information, I feel. It's like, it's always either, You're going to die. It's super vague. It's you're either you're going to die. You're going to die or it's nothing. I mean, I've, I was looking up the kidney stones information and it was like, oh, anywhere from a few hours to three to four weeks. And it all depends on the size of the stones. I'm just not sure what is in the forecast for our beloved Stephen Woods. He'll fight through it if he has to. And I mean, I would guess as a if I was a betting man, I would say he'll be here tomorrow. I would say even if he's in agonizing pain, yes. he will be here tomorrow, which would add a whole different dynamic to the <laughs> Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Just just Woods, he just didn't Utter and complete shambles the entire show. Just battling through it. You have no idea what that would be like. All right, we'll get to um, we'll get to some Padres in a second. I wanted to bring up the uh, the game last night. Monday Night Football has actually been. You watched it, right? You saw. You had. It I on. had it on. You had it on the smaller screen, kind of muted in the background. I did watch the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Very good finish to that game. Terrific finish. And what I even didn't realize, and this is surprising considering. I host a television show right after the Monday Night Football games on ABC every single week, and they brought it up. Uh, Joe Buck brought it up at the end of the broadcast. This was, I think, the seventh straight week that the underdog pulled an outright win on Monday Night Football, which is wow. like the longest streak in the history of Monday Night Football, which has been around for you know <laughs> half a century or more. And it's been seven straight weeks that the team that was the underdog, which, of course, last night was the Seattle Seahawks at home against the 10-win Philadelphia Eagles. The Seahawks without their starting quarterback, Geno Smith, which was a whole, whole drama in and of itself. Before the game, even the insiders didn't know who was starting the game. That rarely happens when Dude. you get like Adam Schefter tweeting, uh, we don't see Geno Smith on the field, but the Seahawks still haven't named a starter. We, we're we looking to see who's warming up. We have no idea who the quarterback for the Seahawks is going to be in this they game They didn't today. know who either quarterback was going to be. And Jalen Hurts was um, was ill and had been downgraded to questionable, so he was... he was unsure if he was going to play. He ended I, up I logged sucking on to my up. computer about 445 before the game, and I was going to place a bet on the game, and I started to look around real quick to see what the status was of the quarterbacks. Because if it's Jalen Hurts against Drew Locke, I'm thinking under. I'll probably take <laughs> I'll probably take the Eagles in that Emmy one. Under. And then I saw Geno Smith is here, and uh, Pete Carroll's going to make a last minute decision on the quarterback, and I'm like, you know what? I'm out. I didn't even I didn't put any money on it. Glad I didn't because I would have put money on Philly. I uh, they were. It was pretty much all Eagles in the first half, but Seattle kicked a field goal and, and kept it to 10-3. And I remember seeing Peyton was on at halftime, Peyton Manning, and said, trust me, the Seahawks are very happy just to be within seven in this game against the Eagles. They know that that's, that's like a break, that they're still within a one-score game. And kept expecting the Eagles to pull away, and you know they, they scored, but then it was still 17-13 going in late in the game. Uh, interception in the end zone gives the the Seahawks the ball back, but Drew Locke still has to drive 80 yards down the field to lead them to a touchdown. And with the quarterback play we've seen in the NFL this year, let's just say I was highly skeptical that he was going to lead a, a big touchdown drive against a good Eagles oh, yeah. team at that point that needed the win, by the way, uh, with the loss. Uh, they're now again, you know, tied with the Dallas Cowboys atop the uh, NFC East standings with three games to play. They're actually behind them on the tiebreaker at the moment. I'll, I'll have more on that in just a second. They're now two games essentially behind the San Francisco 49ers because they don't have the tiebreak and they're a game behind with three to play. So 
that a loss yesterday essentially almost wraps up home field advantage for the 49ers. But Drew Locke gets him down the field and then throws an absolute perfect, perfect dropped-in touchdown pass, 29-yarder to Jackson Smith in Jigma uh, with the great, great, great call uh, last night here on Westwood One. Kevin Harlan. Yeah, Kevin Harlan, the, the best. The rain has started again. 29 to Philadelphia. Seattle down by four. Third down and 10. 33 seconds left. Shotgun snap. Three-man rush. Lock throws. Long pass down the far sideline. Caught. Over the shoulder. It's grabbed. Smith and Jenga. Touchdown. Touchdown. Seattle. Touchdown. Seahawks have taken the lead. 28 seconds to go. And one of the big storylines, Matt Patricia takes over. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, Julian Love gets the interception as they try to get back into field goal range to send it to overtime, and Seattle wins that one 20-17. Now, I learn something every day. My son last night at home taught me something that I didn't know. Jackson Smith in Jigba, rookie wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, his brother plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Kanan Smith in Jigba is on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Guess I uh, haven't been following the Pirates closely enough to know that they got a uh, they got a brother brother <laughs> team of professional athletes. But uh, huge moment last night. The Seahawks are now seven and seven, which means they're tied for the last playoff spot with uh, the Rams and a couple of other teams in the NFC. There are so many teams in the middle right now. Uh, Fifteen of the thirty-two NFL teams are currently either eight and six, seven and seven, or six and eight. And all of those teams are still in the playoff hunt right now going into the last three games of the season. So it's going to be absolute chaos down the stretch. Uh, the Rams have a huge game. They're 7-7 seven and seven against the Saints coming up on Thursday this week on Thursday Night Football at SoFi Stadium. And the Eagles, while it was a pretty devastating loss, as I just said, they're actually still in pretty good shape. I saw a tweet from our old friend uh, Michael Gelkin, who used to cover the Chargers here uh, in San Diego uh, before he we went to cover the Cowboys, and he said the Cowboys currently have the tiebreaker on the Eagles, but if the Eagles win their last three games, it will come down to the fifth tiebreaker, and the Cowboys win out as well. It'll go down to the fifth tiebreaker, and likely the Eagles will end up on strength of victory, hmm. winning that division. And the Eagles finish with the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants again. So they've got a they got a pretty winnable last three games. And if they win all three, according to Michael Gelkin, they will likely end up still as the uh, the NFC East champions with a home game in the playoffs and relegate the Dallas Cowboys to the wild card. So that is a storyline to follow over the final three weeks of the NFL season coming up as well. Yes. Thank you, Paulie. All right. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back, uh, talk about Tatis's night last night for Estrellas Orientales in the Dominican Republic and get to these, uh, these kind of just whispers, these broadcast rumors about uh, where baseball, maybe even Padres baseball, could be consumed in 2024. Like we've heard there's been little yeah. clues that have been dropped over the last couple of weeks. Scott I mean, even Boris, in the industry, nothing definitive. 
No, but I, I swear I read something, yep. maybe in the UT, that Eric Gruppner was quoted as saying, yep. like, yeah, we're working on something. And then Scott Boris, I don't know if it was the winter meetings or the GM meetings in Scottsdale, but he said something like, well, I know the Padres are working behind the scenes on their broadcast deal right now, so could we have gotten another clue yesterday? Possibly. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. It's Ben and Paul wishing Woods well here on a Tuesday on San Diego's number one sports station. Oh, by the way, Hannah is in the chat. Oh. She said he'll be fine. He'll be fine. So much love and sympathy coming from our chat this morning. On 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The show must go on with or without Woods. That includes tomorrow, but Hannah says that Woods will be okay. He will be here for the fifth annual Ben and Woods Christmas and Holiday Extravaganza when we will be giving away multiple $1,000 gift cards to help families in need this holiday season buy some gifts. Thank you to our generous sponsors who donated the $1,000 gift cards. Padilla Law Group, Century Law Firm. Visit PadillaLawGroup.com. The San Diego Seals. Get your tickets now at SealsLAX.com. Swami's Cafe, a spot to dine and unwind. And Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from downtown. If you're uh, just joining us, Woodsy's out with kidney stones this morning. Working on passing those things and getting back to work as soon as possible. What's the process? I, I, I really don't even know. Do they give you? So, I feel like I remember. Um, like, do you yeah, get, like, you a get pain. You get pain medication, and uh, I think they Something give like you some sort down? of diuretics to try to help you go to the bathroom. But essentially, essentially, you just have to 
basically get the rocks all the way through the tubes until they come out. Like the one, the one place you don't want the one tube, tube that you don't yeah. want a rock in. Uh, yeah, for uh, the most part. Uh, there's rocks in your tubes, and they have to come out. And the only way they come out is by slowly and painfully bumping their way along until they. Um, but we don't need to talk about this this morning, honestly. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. I may need the help of some Google Translate for our next story, but we'll try to figure it out right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, shout out to uh, Jeter11 in our chat, who is playing Santa Claus this morning. Love he this. just gifted 20 Ben and Woods online uh, YouTube memberships to, to people out there. I think those awesome. are like, distributed randomly, so... Uh, get on right now, log on if you haven't, and join us on YouTube uh, this morning. You can always stream us on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on the Odyssey app, and of course, live on your radio every morning here on 97.3. The fan, at least we will be until tomorrow. And then we're off. And and I know there's some debate. Like, I can't believe you guys are taking so many days off. I, I think it's kind of reasonable. I'm not even taking that many days off. Well, I mean, I think I used like five actual. You'd be off for Christmas and New Year's anyway. Right. So really, it's just. The four days, Tuesday through Sunday next week, and the last two days this week. Yeah, so you so, six days. It's a it's a brief little respite, and then we'll come back recharged and, and ready to to hit the ground running in twenty twenty four. Looking forward to it. So I um I don't think my Google Translate is working here, so I'm just gonna have to go for you in Spanish. I do believe this is the updated story from last night's uh, Dominican Winter League game that involved Fernando Tatis Jr. El Astro de los Padres de San Diego, Fernando Tatis Jr. So the star of the Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr., Conecto un cuadrangular de tres anotaciones, connected on a three-run homer, para encabazar la remontada de las estrellas orientales que derrotaron el lunes por uh, nuevo a cinco de las torres de este para asegurar a su pase a la ronda semifinal de la Liga Dominicana de Béisbol. That was... I think Impressive. they won. I think they won nine to five. They beat the Toros del Este. Uh, it's in the semifinal round. I don't know what uh, the verb encabezar is or la remontada means, so I'm a little behind there. I can tell you that Egi Rosario bato de cinco de tres, three for five, con un honorón, which I believe is a home run. <laughs> Y dos carreras producidas, I think that's two RBI, and Miguel Sano conectó un cuadrangular solitario, solo home run, para destacarse también en el triunfo de las estrellas orientales que dejaron a los toros del este al borde de la eliminación. All right, well, I think they won last night. Anyway, if you saw the, uh, if you were watching social media, you saw Tatis's three-run tying home run in the third inning. He absolutely <laughs> clobbered it. Got to stand at home plate. Stared at it. Stare at it, it. Admire at it. And you know what's nice about the Dominican Winter League? Is you know no one's going to throw at you for yeah. doing that. They don't. They, they're absolutely fine with it. They are. It's encouraged. Com- they are completely okay with it. There's no one who's going to get the old red ass, you know, and, and start chucking at guys in the Dominican Winter League because they're pimping their home runs. He did a stutter step, rounding third, did the whole thing, had a ton of fun with it, seemed like everyone was having a really good time. I know he uh, he played center field last night. I did not see any defensive highlights at all. Polly, did you see anything? I did not. I did not. No, I did, I, I did. All I saw was the lineup. I saw that the lineup, him. and I thought, that's interesting. In center field, um, I saw that batting behind him in the lineup was uh, his very good friend, Jurex and Profar, 
who was playing first base for Estrellas Orientales. Also interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't read too much into any of this. The Padres don't. They don't pull the strings for this team. They give permission for Fernando Tatis Jr. to go play. Jerickson Profar is a free agent. He can do whatever he wants in the offseason. And he's played for he's played for this team in the past. So it's not surprising that he's there. Is it in the realm of possibility that somebody might have asked him, hey, why don't you just maybe get some reps at first base? We could use a first base. It's within the realm of possibility. It certainly would lead you to think that, you know, Jerickson and Tatis are doing the old talking and I Fernando's saying, think- Jerickson, hey, come back, you know, join us, see if you can get a deal with the Padres. I've got to think that the Padres would be interested on a on a very team-friendly deal of bringing Jerickson back. And, and, and honestly, I think Jerickson would be smart to, to kind of take that. I mean, hey, if someone's going to overpay somewhere else, by all means, yeah, get your go money. get your money and play wherever you can get the most. But if there's no other team clamoring for your services, San Diego seemed to be a place where you were happy, you thrived, you liked the you liked the teammates, you you did well in 2022, and the Padres could certainly use a switch hitting bat off the bench. You can play multiple positions, very serviceable in the outfield. Actually, like, was pretty he knows pretty that. good. He knows this team very well. He's yeah. been here for several years. And he knows the needs and and the areas that we don't need players at. And I mean, if if I wanted a job with the San Diego Padres, yeah, I'd probably bust out the first baseman's mitt if I was a free agent. Yeah, uh, I mean, first base, left field. I mean, Jerickson can't really go wrong with either of those positions right now. The San Diego Padres. Like, we was, saw him at first base a little bit. He was more than a serviceable left fielder in 2022. In fact, didn't he play in the playoffs at first base? I think he he got in at first base a little bit, but I, I would say defensively, maybe better than Juan Soto. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know what the metrics say, and I know Soto Just won a Gold Glove, strictly eyeball. But honestly, at least the 2022 version of Jerickson Profar, by my eye test, was a better defender than the 2023 version of Juan Soto in left field. Now, offensively, there's quite a big gap. <laughs> Between the two yes. players. Don't like, get that confused. Like the Grand Canyon is looks like a sidewalk crack <laughs> compared to the gap between Jerickson <laughs> Profar and Juan Soto offensively. So I'm not trying to insinuate that uh, the Jerickson Profar is in any way a replacement for Juan Soto. But given the fact that the Padres have, what, eight open slots on their 40-man roster, one starting outfielder currently on the team, yeah, a reunion with Jerickson Profar makes more than a little bit of sense uh, coming up here. Uh, it was good to see Eggy Rosario hit a home run. He he actually played a pretty important role in the final month of the season when the Padres were playing good. Remember, the Padres were playing good baseball. Matt Batten was often out there, but Eggy Rosario played. Didn't he play down the stretch a bit as well? Um, so. Down, you know, for the Padres, and and he'll probably have a chance in spring training to to add some depth to the club as well. So you've got some of these guys who could be maybe together on the Padres in 2024, currently playing together at the end of the year here in the Dominican Winter League. Now, yeah, I don't know that AJ Preller called Profar or his agent and just said, hey, why don't you uh, get some reps at first base? We'd like to take a look. I definitely think there might have been some conversations between Fernando Tati Sr. and the Padres. Hey, we'd like to see Fernando, you know, do whatever you want. We'd love to see him get some reps in center field. Yeah, or um, 
Or because maybe we, we or, were told or maybe by, they're just, you know, savvy enough to know that on their own. Maybe. But senior, <laughs> even senior said a couple of weeks ago, oh, he's a shortstop. Yeah. He's playing shortstop. He's a shortstop. He's going to play shortstop. Uh, and then he uh, debuted at the DH spot. From what I've heard, the Padres put the kibosh on that. Whatever Fernando Tati Sr. says, and maybe it's his team, hey, if you want if you want your kid to get permission from us to play on the team, he's not playing shortstop for you. You can put him in the outfield, put him in put him in right, put him in center, put him at designated hitter. We don't want to see him out at shortstop. And that was uh that was kind of a deal breaker, I think, to give the permission for Fernando to play for the team, right? Let me ask you. Well, now I'll say that, and he'll be in short. He'll be at shortstop today, or wherever their next, the next game, game is. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, opening day, twenty twenty four. Who's in center field? Is he on the roster right, right now? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, think I mean it, right? it, it could be Sugar, just like as a stopgap. But my guess is that the the center fielder for twenty twenty four is not yet on the Padres roster. Could be Jacob Marcy. Feels like it's a little early to rush him up he to the big to have leagues. A hell of a spring, yeah. But if he did, I'm sure they would not be um, disappointed <laughs> if if some of the young prospects accelerate their timeline and get up there. I just find it hard. I I can't imagine the Padres going into spring training without like at least some sort of veteran option in center field. Going, boy, crossing our fingers, hoping that you know Jacob Marcy plays really well because. There's a good chance he'll struggle in spring training. And if Jacob Marcy hits like 180 in the Cactus League, you can't just say, well, we don't have any other options, so you're you're the guy. We made no plans whatsoever for a backup uh, in center field, and it's got to be you. They have said that some of these guys they expect to contribute later in 2024. I have not heard one player as part of the accelerated, he's got to be ready, you know, day one coming out of spring training in Korea, in the outfield, to start the year. So unless that really is the plan, and and that seems like a a short-sighted plan, I think the Padres are going to have to add some veteran help. Now, will it be someone you're excited about? You know, maybe not. We talked about Max Kepler on the trade market yesterday from the Twins as a somewhat affordable $10 million option, but it's going to probably cost pitching to get him. And that's an area that the Padres can't really afford to give up pitching right now to try to get a, a stopgap in center field. Otherwise, that makes perfect sense. Guy on a one-year deal, somewhat affordable, productive, going to hit way better than than Tread Grisham has the last couple of years. Max Kepler, to me, makes all the sense in the world, except for the pitching price tag. If you can come up with something that satisfies the Twins, that doesn't hurt too much, I, I would think that, that A.J. Preller would look at that uh, possibly for center field. But no, I don't. I don't think that the current the center fielder for opening day is currently a member of the Padres organization. Okay. That would be my speculation. I'm sticking with my. Uh, it's probably it's not really a gut feeling. It's just more of what I would like to see. I still think it'll be Fernando Tatis Jr. I think it's easier to acquire corner outfielders. You move your elite athlete, keep your strong, stay strong up the middle. I can see him getting a lot of innings in center field this year. Yeah, I mean, if you can't find... I mean, a, I, I felt that way when we if, saw Trent Grisham on the roster. Now that we don't, we don't have a center fielder. We have Sugar. I, I want to keep Tatis and Wright coming off a platinum gold or platinum glove season in right field. But if they can't find a serviceable center fielder and, you know, Marcy's not ready and they can find a corner, two corner outfielders, then yes. 
it is absolutely like, possible that, that Fernando Tetis. I don't think it that would be the be, last time I move him. I, I don't think that should be the plan going into the year, but that's certainly an option, a viable option to move Tetis over to center field. He'll do, he'll do fine out there. I would rather see him stick around in right field, like forever, maybe, like a decade plus in right field, winning gold glove after gold <laughs> glove. You win one. You know how that works. You win one. You win, you, and then you don't do anything to lose it the next year. It's kind of yours. I mean, ask Nolan Arenado. Yeah, I was going to say, Nolan Arenado. <laughs> you know, once you get well. on that roll, and you know he throws some guys out and has some highlight reel catches again next year. Like you're just you're the, known as the gold the glove metrics right are almost there. certainly only going to get better as he gets even better jumps and gets more comfortable out there. Yeah. The I, mean, I doubt he's going to get slower anytime soon. He's going to be an elite. You know, speed. It's, just, it's so impressive what guy. he did in twenty twenty. Yeah, and, and but he's only going to get better for the next few years, likely. So the gold, the gold glove, the platinum glove, almost going to be his to lose for the next several years to come. Now in center field, he may have to reset completely and like maybe the, I don't disagree with anything yeah. that you say there, but that also tells me. Oh, he could absolutely translate that over to center field and still be a gold glove caliber elite outfielder. But I see what you're saying. Keep him where he's comfortable, but he was only there for one year. Maybe, hey, Fernando, this is the last time we're moving you. I, we, we promise this time you're our center fielder. You're going to be our center fielder. Don't make for the promises. Next 10 you, years. Can't, you, can't, you can't make any promise like that at this point. Well, then we'll start acquiring center fielders like we acquire shorts. Exactly. And then you'll have to move them around again. All right. So uh, we're going to have a special guest dropping by to take uh, Woods' place this morning on Take on Woods. Our friend John Flint from KSON down the hall Johnny. is going to be the, uh, the guest. Host, contestant, uh, to go up against a Tier 1 for our, the last opportunity this month to qualify for the trip. Well, we might play tomorrow. I don't know. It might be for an in-studio. We're still figuring We're it out. We're kind of figuring out what tomorrow looks like. But the last uh, regular opportunity to qualify for the trip to Las Vegas, the steakhouse dinner, the tickets to Barry Manilow, and you don't even have to beat Woods today. You just have to take on John. Now, he is a DJ at a music station. So he's going to be decent, I think, at the game. But I still think this is an opportunity for you out there. Uh, 833-288-0973 if you want to call us before our next segment. Get in line. Uh, we will play Take on John. want to talk about the uh, the potential media right situation in Major League Baseball, maybe even with the San Diego Padres coming up next as well. It's Ben and Paul and no kidney stone woods over there on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.